ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. It's Game Day Wisconsin. David Gilroy from the three. The best college football town in the world. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We are live from the greatest college sports town in the world, Regent Street in Madison, Wisconsin, as we get you set for number 18, Wisconsin, hosting Northwestern on a chilly Saturday morning just up the road at Camp Randall Stadium. How you doing, everybody? Alex Strofe hanging out with you alongside the great Adam Mertz. Former Wisconsin running back and Heisman finalist, Monte Ball with us as well. Fellas, happy Saturday. Another great week of college football on the horizon. You know the deal, man. You know the deal. It is Christmas. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm still seeing Badger fans crowd on the streets, even when it's, what, 30 degrees outside today. This is what I'm talking about. Big Ten football, baby. Glad to be here. Big Ten football. Mertzi, good to see you, buddy. Great to be here. It's November, the (laughs) month. Of the Badger. The month of the Badger. <laughs> the month of the Badger. Oh, I like that. Right, they're rolling all of a sudden, right, like Mercy? It. They've won five in a row now, bowl eligible for the 20th straight season, ranked number 18 in the college football playoff poll. The momentum back in Bucky's direction. A lot of things to cover over the course of the next two hours as we're with you across ESPN Wisconsin. 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison. As we get you set for Wisconsin Northwestern, and, guys, I think the biggest headline that we can dive into right away, Ches Malusi, the uh, starting running back for the Badgers, lost for the season. There's a couple folds to this, right? Obviously, it stinks. You lose a really talented running back in Ches for the rest of the season. But maybe a positive in a weird way is more Braille and Allen time. Monte, you know a lot about being a running back at the University of Wisconsin. If you're in that locker room right now, in that running back room, what are you thinking? Because it's been a hectic year. Exactly. Honestly, if, if, if I'm Braylon Allen right now, um, you know, obviously I, I'm excited to get more carries, get right. more chances. But, but also, exa- it's bittersweet, of course, because the guys who, you know, were rooting for you, the guys who were running with you, obviously cannot perform with you. So if I'm him, I'm kind of putting them on my back putting them on my shoulders and really going to carry that running back room and obviously the offensive side of the football to where it needs to get to. So, I mean, it's unfortunate for Malusi, leg injury. I mean, I was just just talked to both of them when I was on the sideline for the Iowa game, and I was like, keep running hard, smacked him on his shoulder pads. Malusi, I'm like, keep doing your thing. You're doing wonderful. And it's just unfortunate, man. I feel for the kid. I really do. Yeah. Those two are feeding off each other so yeah. well, too. And, and I watched that uh, replay again the other night watching Chez run. And it's just a shame with everything that he's gone through, transferring, yeah. coming in, earning that spot. 
just showing a lot of leadership back there and being really steady throughout the year. But, um, you know, Braylon Allen, his eyes got to be big against yep. a Northwestern defense that is like 125th. Yeah, in the nation in rushing defense, you gotta love it. Whether it's and, and you know I heard the hall monitor talking about this, our compadre <laughs> Jesse Nelson this week. It's not just the top two tailbacks that are out; it's the top three because yeah. you have Isaac Carendo, who's a name that a lot of people escapes him just right. because he hasn't done a whole lot in his career here. But I mean, everyone's talking about oh, poor Minnesota, no top three tailbacks. Same situation here. Yep. But, but it's a lot you've better also, outlook. Yeah, right. You've also got a guy named Braylon Allen <laughs> who probably was buried in the depth chart to start the year. <laughs> yes. He's gotten off to a historic start. Five career games for Braylon Allen, over 100 yards in each of those games. Now, Monte was a pretty good running back at Wisconsin, if you do remember. He was That's a Heisman right. Trophy finalist, <laughs> won the Doak Walker Award. I mean, yeah, not too shabby. Average. The longest streak Monte had in his career of 100-yard games is eight. Now, simple math, Mertzi, tells us if the Badgers get to the Big Ten championship game, that would be nine games with four remaining. Braylon Allen could snap Monte's longest streak in his freshman year. He's pr pretty incredible. Uh, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it, uh, mainly just because this kid is a monster. He's, he's massive. He's determined. And one thing, as I've stated before, that I really love the most about him, again, he's 17 years old. And right. I mean, this, is, this is all coming at him fast. And playing in front of 90,000 people. And then if we, if we count the viewers on TV, you're playing in front of probably 500,000, 600,000 people. And so then when we think about it, what the thing I like the most about him is he's getting better every single week. At 17 years old, you right. guys. He's a genetic freak. And I mean, that's, that's something we realized day one when he got recruited yeah. to Wisconsin as a 17-year-old. Skip this senior year of high school. He should be, right? Yes. I, I, I hosted Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN last night. And Sun Prairie made it to uh, the state championship yeah. game here in the area. They beat Fond du Lac a few weeks back. And I, all I could say was the Braylon Allen list Fond du Lac Cardinals because Braylon Allen should still be in high school <laughs> and he's running for 100 yards a week at the in a Power 5 conference. Four I five. mean, it's pretty incredible. In the Big Ten, right. all yeah. Power 5 conferences too. <laughs> you know, um, what impressed me about him last week was he was dinged up. Mm -hmm. yeah. You could tell. I mean, he came out and got both ankles wrapped. You talked afterward about it. I've been hurting, but I just had to get through this mindset. I knew my body was okay. It was just a pain thing I had to deal with. And he went out there and he performed. He didn't. I felt like he didn't necessarily have his same drive all the yeah. time. Didn't have the next gear again. But he did what he had to do last week. And that's incredible to see. Again, 17 years old, and you already have the grit, right, to push through. I mean, the game of football, this is what it is, right? right. It, it, it's who can play the best hurt. That's yeah. just really what the game comes down to. <laughs> yeah. You know, not injured, but hurt. That's Everyone's, an interesting perspective. I like that. Everybody's banged up. And, and he already has that. He, he already knows, I got to keep pushing. And so watching him week by week at the age of 17 doing what he's doing, I'm telling you guys, if he stays on track, ah, I, I, I'll be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> this is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. He's Monte Ball. He's Adam Mertz. I'm Alex Strofe. Hanging out with you live from Regent Street, downtown Madison, getting you set for number 18, Wisconsin, hosting Northwestern just up the road at Camp Randall Stadium. Kickoff set for 11 a.m. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue. When your beer is cold, that's so sweet. That way you always know exactly when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a ice-cold Coors Light. It's Mountain Cold Refreshment. Made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So, guys, we mentioned it, right? The, the running back room, 
been a topic just about every week we've talked this year, whether it's Jalen Berger being dismissed from the program. He was at the Michigan State basketball game yesterday. Interesting. Could transfer within the conference. Umante's giving me the side eye. I am. Don't love that. I don't. Uh, mainly because, again, I, I my years 09 to 12, we just hated Michigan <laughs> State. We obviously hated Ohio State, too, but Michigan State, that that rivalry was, was brutal. So that news is new to me. Uh, yeah. So it, it could, uh, we assume, it's, it's a recruiting trip, right? I mean, recruiting coordinator went from <laughs> Madison to Michigan State. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Working, <laughs> work, working underneath head coach Mel Tucker, Wisconsin yes. alum. Yes. So a lot of ties to old Sparty out in Michigan. We'll see what happens with Jalen Berger, obviously been, been dismissed from the Wisconsin program. And you mentioned it, Mertzi. Now with Ches Malusi lost for the season, Isaac Garendo already lost for the season. So we know Braylon Allen will absorb some of those carries. But as a true freshman, a 17-year-old freshman, do we expect him to get 25 carries a game? Or do they keep him to maybe, you know, the 15-20 range he's been in since he uh, began his career a few weeks back? Uh, I think the answer to that question depends on their trust in Julius Davis. Yeah. And I think, obviously, we haven't seen much of him. But we all we know you got to step up now, Julius. There, there's no other person there for you. So I, I think it all depends on their trust in Julius Davis. But if I had to speculate right now, I say yeah. He, unfortunately, he's going to be getting 25, 27 carries. He a says game. unfortunately. Well, well, here's the deal. I, you're right. I, I should not said unfortunately <laughs> because obviously he has the ability to to get his stats and obviously to do what he's supposed to do on the offensive side of the football. But Big Ten football, you, you need two running backs. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm hoping today, because Northwestern just doesn't have the run defense that you're going to see next week, especially against Nebraska, True. that I want some distribution to carries today. I want to play guys around and see what they can do, Make see sure. what they can show you. Yeah. You, you question what fate they have in Julius Davis. It should be worth noting that Julius Davis did get a few carries in the first possession last yes. week. I know it was Rutgers, <laughs> but it was scoreless. It was. That was the one time it was a tie game, uh, and Julius Davis was still on the field with a healthy Ches Malusi, right. uh, mostly healthy Ches Malusi, mostly healthy Braylon Allen. So maybe he's working up in their minds, and we'll see what he's capable of today. Yep. Uh, but I would imagine, yes, Julius Davis likely becomes RB number two. Has to. Has to. This is the uh, put-up-or-shut-up moment for Julius Davis. The, there is no other option. you got to perform. Um, you you want to play running back here at a big-time school? This is your opportunity. You're going to be number two running back? You're going to get a lot of carries in this offense yeah. as a number two running back. And so I'm excited to see what he's going to do. This, this two-back tandem, how is he going to complement Allen? It's going to be interesting. And, you know, um, I want to see him get in the game, and for no other reason that I can say, Grover Bordelotti, <laughs> <laughs> who I'm told best um, name in college football, <laughs> who, may, who may or may not go by the nickname the Italian Stallion. The I've Italian. been told through sources. Really, <laughs> the Italian Stallion, and his first name's Grover. Grover, I mean, that's, that's the just best. the best name in college football. Grover, <laughs> but um, I love it. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, my thought process is on this. You know, can the Badgers slug their way through the next three weeks? Mm. Um, you know, with mostly Braylon Allen and kind of Julius Davis, probably, right. probably. But you know, I had visions here with the way this defense is playing of what would this matchup against Ohio State. Yeah or Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship game look like. And it looked a lot better in my mind with Chez on the field. Yep. So I'm going to need to see something these next three weeks to give me that confidence back. Like, you know, I don't expect the offense to put up a ton of points, but I, they need to be competitive yeah. and let that defense do his work. 
Definitely. Well said. I know I'm getting my head of myself here. <laughs> you are. You are. But, but, I mean, but we're, we're to that point now. Why are we here? Exactly. Why are we here exactly. if not for that? That exactly. is why we're here. He's Adam Ertz. He's Monte Ball. I'm Alex Stroke. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day Across. ESPN Wisconsin. We'll take a look at that very Big Ten race in both the West and the East. And we'll do it next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We welcome you back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Across ESPN Wisconsin, live from Regent Street, downtown Madison. The drum line's making its way past. The fans are funneling their way downtown as we get ready. Less than two hours away from kickoff between number 18 Wisconsin and Northwestern. Alex Strove hanging out with you alongside Adam Mertz, former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball. We're brought to you in part by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger with starting pay at Stoughton Trailers. Now $18 per hour and up. Hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities for open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more. Head to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Guys, I want to take a look at both sides of the Big Ten because we're to that point. It's getting real interesting, and we're starting to flush out who we may see in the Big Ten championship game on December 4th in Indianapolis. And we've talked about it the last few weeks. Ever since that, ever since Wisconsin topped Iowa a few weeks back, it's just like, how in the world is Wisconsin now controlling their own destiny? It's 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 crazy how we got here. Because Monte, I say it every week, but I poke. We're allowed to poke fun at ourselves, of right? Course, we of were course. both writing this team off when they started the season one and three for the first time since 1990, and now look where they're at, dude. I remember when we we were having those discussions, and we, uh, I was questioning if they were going to be bowl eligible or not. Yeah, I remember exactly what I said. I remember exactly the day when I said it and the time when I said it. And as I stated before, this crow has been very, very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, it's exciting, and that just goes to show you what college football is all about. And that's why last week I wanted to give that game ball to Chris, man, because he's really rallying this team together, and now these players understand where they can go. And that's exciting. I love it. You feel it. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see who they're going to be playing, man. Who like, they will be playing. We're jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're overconfident. Jumping I like ahead. it, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was listening to a national podcast this week, and they were talking about – Wisconsin, like they they got into it a little bit about how you don't usually see a team that loses those caliber of games yeah. Yeah. and is down and is beaten down, come back the way they have and resurrect that way. So that, is, that really is a tribute to the guys in the locker room, to the coaching staff who held this thing together because we had a lot of questions after Michigan. So many, so many. Again, I questioning if they're going to be bowl eligible, questioning uh, if they were even going to really be even 500. Yeah. I mean, there was it was not looking good at the beginning of the year, but here we are today against Northwestern, and it, it's, it's going to be exciting. And obviously we're going to watch and see how it matches up on the east side of the division and, and, and you know, who's going to be in Indianapolis? Who will be there? Let's play a game. Oh. Brand new one here oh, on ESPN so. Wisconsin College Game Day. <laughs> I call this one word. I'm going to give you a topic. 
I want you to just sum it up in one word for me. <clears throat> think right. you can do that? Think you can manage that? Mertz, I know you like to be long-winded sometimes. You think you can handle the one word? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then we can't elaborate. You just want one word, and that's it. Well, we'll elaborate after the so, one yeah. word. So you're saying one word and... and no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to give you a topic. You're okay. going to respond with one word. So if I say, the Big Ten is blank. Exciting. Exciting. Exciting, Monte says. Mercy, you say? Uh, competitive. Mm. Okay. Competitive. And that is very true. We look across the Big Ten West first. You've got four teams at four and two. Wisconsin with tiebreakers currently atop the Big Ten West. But you've got three ranked teams. Wisconsin at 18. Purdue at 19, who's beaten two top five teams already this year with the opportunity to beat a third today. We'll get to that a bit later. Iowa ranked number 20 and minnesota also four and two in the big 10 west so all four of those teams still alive they need some help but all still very alive in the big 10 west as we look across at the big 10 east you've got atop the big 10 east at six and zero in conference play number four ohio state just behind them at five and one number seven michigan state and also at five and one number six michigan so you've got three top seven teams in the Big Ten. You've got three top 20 teams in the Big Ten West and a total of six ranked teams in the Big Ten overall. So competitive, I think, is fair yep. and exciting. Also very fair as we look across the Big Ten. The Big Ten West is... It's... it's, it's it's limping along. <laughs> yeah. It's limping along. We'll That's count it. We'll count it. <laughs> limping along. So two words, uh, I couldn't narrow it down to one. Limping along. But it's still there, right? Right, Mercy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, parody. Yeah, parody. <laughs> a lot of parody at the top. At the top, obviously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and there's parody across the Big Ten for sure. But when you look at the Big Ten West, you know, we were just talking about it a minute ago. Wisconsin does control their own destiny. As odd as that is to say, a team that had their worst start, since 1990, which was Barry Alvarez's first year as head coach at the University of Wisconsin. Last time, the Badgers started 1-3 on the season. They've completely turned it around now uh, at 4-2 and two in conference play, 6-3 and three overall, bowl eligible for the 20th straight year, and now they control their own destiny, hosting Northwestern today, hosting Nebraska next week, and they go to Minnesota to wrap up the season the day after Black Friday. So, this is interesting all of a sudden. I mean, you didn't think you'd be here, but no. now you're here. And Wisconsin still has a chance to make the Rose Bowl. They still have a chance to make the Big Ten championship game. All things you didn't think were possible just about a month ago. I mean, here's the deal. As I stated a, a, a while back, it's, it's this Cinderella story is really, yeah. it's, it's really riding itself right now. And I think if all goes well, glass is half full. That's how I always look at it. They go on a Rose Bowl. They win. The game that this team is going to look back on, in my opinion, is that Iowa game. Yeah. That just destroyed, took the soul from the Hawkeyes yes. from first snap to last. And in my honest opinion, that's the game that turned everything around, gave them that faith, that hope that they can be in Indianapolis. And again, you know, I'm, I'm looking ahead, but if they are to do what they're supposed to do, if they are to go on and win Cinderella story, that's the game for me. I, I agree. I mean, I think that's the game where you put the stamp on what was going on because you had Illinois and Purdue the two weeks before. No one exactly knew what was going on. The, right. the way the schedule broke, those right. were good games to reset on and build on. Purdue's impressed me. At the time, I thought that that was a lesser win than it was um, and just kind of a fluke game at Iowa. But they, when they, they go on and, and beat Michigan State, too, the way that they did, 
you're like, okay, there's something there. And I think it just speaks to that Badgers defense and what they're able to do. You know, I saw a computer rating today, this week. Yeah. That said Northwestern is projected to score 0.64 points. Like yeah, that, that sounds about right. Last time I checked, that was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anything's possible yeah. if you really put your mind to it. But, um, <laughs> 0.64 points, that's a little bit tougher than most things. Now, Mercy, i got to ask, because you've been sending us those the last few weeks as, yeah. as, as we've really realized and solidified, yeah, this Wisconsin defense, top of the nation, maybe second behind Georgia at best, uh, or at worst, rather. And where are you finding these ratings? And the thing <laughs> is, you're, like, really futuristic numbers. I've never been a math guy. Yeah. Like, I they hurt my head a little bit, but it's fascinating <laughs> to see just how good uh, the computer or whoever's making those numbers up uh, thinks Wisconsin's defense is. Yeah, you know, I, I got a buddy who uh, who passes along each week okay. for, for entertainment Source. value. Um, he's not using them for entertainment value all the time. He's using them for more, you know, lucrative ventures. Yeah. Sure. But, um, yeah, no, I, th- I think it's, it's pretty cool to see these projections and to put into perspective what this defense has done. And, you know, you go down the list of guys who contribute, and we would both – all of us, if we said, hey, name some guys who really stand on this defense, I bet you we'd come up with different names, and I bet you we'd forget someone. Yep, of course. Because, like, this defense is so solid at every position, and I've never seen that at Wisconsin. Want to do it? Haven't. You, you want to start naming names? Go ahead and start naming names. Leo Chanel. Ah, he's too good. Sanborn. Um, Herbig. Ben. Yeah, Henningsen. So here's the deal. I think – Caesar Williams. I'm so, already done. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, because I wanted to jump in on what you said because that's what I was thinking about a couple of days ago. I was like, this defense is so good to where if you do look at the corners, yeah. they make a few mistakes here and there, but they're still really good. They're just not that front seven is so darn great to where it's like you 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 expect for everybody to play the same as them but but long story short what i'm getting at is this defense plays so well to where when you see them make a mistake it's like huh like what <laughs> right, like wait, wait what what what's like what what's going on and so <laughs> i just expect for every player to play like chanel and play like sanborn play like benton but it's just it's just uh, a monstrous defense dude i always think about how would i look running up against that in my yeah. prime they are flying around, you guys. <laughs> and, Monte, you said last week, and I want to point this out again yeah. for anybody that may have missed it, missed it, including Mertz. Yeah. You said this is the best Wisconsin defense you remember seeing ever. Here's the deal. I don't, I, and I, I feel like a lot of fans don't just loosely say that either, but I think it's, it's very evident. Yeah. Very evident. When you look at each position, when you look at what they've done uh, to, to, to teams that have been running well prior to facing them, it, it, there's no secret. This team, that defense just – scares the living heck out of offenses they really do you can see it they're rattled they're yeah. afraid the quarterback yeah. is out of his comfort zone it's just a beauty well and jim it, leonard man it's a beauty yeah and he's been working it to perfection he's had several years now to get the system to where he wants right. it to figure out guys strengths and play to that um you know i think the other thing is that the badgers have been able to play with the lead yeah. for the past few weeks yep. which allows this defense a little more confidence, a little more room for error. You know, early in the season, you know, like they they were playing tight a lot of the times because they knew if they gave up one score, they were going to be in a little bit of trouble. And I was going to say, man, I echo what you say about best Wisconsin defense I've seen. The 98 team that went to the Rose Bowl that relied on a lot what this team does of like steady diet of Ron Dane, 
you know, 10 right. passes from Mike Samuel. That's the only one that I think of, like, oh, they, they really could give it a game. Okay. They don't they don't hold a candle to this defense. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. They don't. They don't hold a candle, Woo! says Adam Mertz. I love that. Uh, I mean, it's true, right? I mean, this defense is the best in the nation. And, again, I'll say maybe number two behind Georgia. I, that game would be really fun to see. I think it. Georgia wins, but it'd be like, what, 6-0 to zero maybe? <laughs> right. That so would be true, a ridiculously right? low-scoring game, and you're probably getting that six on defense with a missed extra point. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how that game turns out if it happens. But nonetheless, guys, uh, appreciate the insight there as, as this defense is at another level yeah. uh, this year. And, Mertz, to your point before, that they're kind of built to play with a lead, right? They're not built to come from behind because the offense isn't as dynamic as maybe you'd like. But if they can get ahead, their defense is going to keep them in the game. And that's how Wisconsin football has kind of always been built, at least as long as I remember it. You refer to the 98 year being very similar to this year. Yeah, and if you're chewing clock, because that's part of the thing. Right. If you're able yep. to move the sticks on offense, you're running the ball religiously. You're just shortening the game. If you get you get that lead, every possession matters that much more to the other team, and that's when you have them where you want them. Exactly, yeah, and it's one of those things, too, when the defense is, when they're not playing from, from behind, when they have the lead, it also takes the pressure off of Jimmy Leonard, takes the pressure off of the play calling that they're going to be doing on defense, understanding that the offense is behind, they're going to want to score, they're trying to score, so it opens up. It opens up a lot of things, makes, makes the players settle in, and, and I'm just looking forward, you guys, to just seeing this defense keep it going because defense wins championships. Oh. Defense wins championships. And I'm an offensive guy, and I hate saying that. <laughs> but defense wins championships. That's very true. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned you threw his name out there um, just before, but Keanu Patton. Yeah. The, what he's done defensively, yeah. I know people don't look at the defensive line a lot, but let's be real and go back over time. Like, that's a differentiator between the SEC mm. and a lot of other teams when you get to that Final Four level. When you have a guy who can control the interior of a line at the college football level, it, it does wonders for you defensively. Dude, he's that much of a threat. That D-line is playing so well to where you can have a linebacker like Chanel stand on the line. It just runs straight through the yes. gap because they have to honor the D lineman. It, yep. It's it's if I'm game prepping against this defense, I'm pulling my hair out. I really am because you can't run up the middle. You can't run on the edges because they are these these linebackers are fast side to side. Right. Yeah, throwing the football. You got Williams in them back there. They're, 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 I mean, you're not going to have enough time for your quarterback yep. to settle in and go through his reads. <laughs> I mean, this is an impressive defense. Great stuff from you, too, and we'll keep it rolling for the next 90 minutes. We're live from Regent Street in downtown Madison, getting you ready for number 18, Wisconsin, hosting Northwestern. Kickoff about 90 minutes away. He's former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball. He's a guy that knows the Badgers just about as well as anybody, Adam Mertz. I'm Alex Strofe, hanging out with you across ESPN Wisconsin. We'll play a little good call, bad call. That's next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day live from Regent Street, downtown Madison, getting ready for number 18, Wisconsin, hosting Northwestern just up the street at Camp Randall Stadium. How you doing, everybody? Alex Strofe hanging out with you alongside Adam Mertz, former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball, as we're all fired up. We are brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors 
of Wisconsin. And Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is still rolling while competitors are shutting up shop and hibernating for the winter. Pella Windows and Doors still getting after it. You've heard Mark Tasher talk about him. You've heard Greg Scalzer talk about him. You've heard Mark Chimura talk about the fantastic work that Gina Dell and her team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin have done for them, and they can do that for you. Get up to five months, no first payment. Call Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin today, 855-Pella-WI, 855-Pella-WI, or visit PellaWI.com slash radio to get a free consultation today. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. It's time now to play a little good call, bad call, fellas. And these questions carefully catered for us by our great friend Hunter Vaughn. He says, first, Purdue has 17 wins against top five ranked teams when the Boilermakers are unranked. By the way, that is an NCAA record. Good call, bad call. Games versus Purdue can no longer be called trap games. Well, well, tra- trap as in, yeah, what, are you, what are you saying? Trap as so in like, a the, trap game they, is, you mean you'll get overlooked. And then you beat a top five team. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so the question, you can't overlook Purdue Boilermaker. Pretty much, yeah. Absolutely. Good call. You can't. You, you most definitely cannot overlook them. Uh, I don't understand what's being said in their locker rooms. I don't know why they just play so much harder against ranked opponents, but good call. Good call, man. I agree. Good call. I remember when they, they got Urban a few years back, like five years back, when they were a, like <laughs> barely 500 team, and that guy doesn't slip up against anyone. So, yes, absolutely good call. All right, right. All right. I, I tend to agree, right? I mean, they get Ohio State today. It's another top-five matchup. Purdue can extend their NCAA record of <laughs> 18 wins against top five teams went unranked, which is just insane. They are in Columbus yeah. today, which is an advantage yeah. to the Buckeyes. We'll pick that game a bit later. We will take a look at it in game picks next hour. Is the world's largest drum there? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> you are fascinated by the world's largest drum. Uh, well, uh, unless it's uh, – who was it that didn't let them have it in? Was that uh, Notre Dame. Notre No, Dame. Notre Dame. That's yeah. right. Yeah. They, they wouldn't <laughs> let them bring it in. Uh, I hope Ohio State does because that is an important aspect uh, <laughs> Unreal. Uh, let's move on to the next one. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting stuck on drum takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah who, who thought a, that would happen this morning? <laughs> Graham Mertz, six t- touchdowns, eight interceptions on the air. Good call, bad call. After today against Northwestern, Mertz will have more touchdowns than interceptions for the season. Now, he would need three touchdowns, no interceptions. Good call, bad call. Graham Mertz, more touchdowns than interceptions on the year after today. He's got six and eight right now. So he's got eight touchdowns, six interceptions. Six, six, inter- t- six touchdowns, six eight touchdowns, interceptions. Eight interceptions. Uh, I'm going to say bad call. Yeah. I'm going to say bad call. I think he's going to have more interceptions than touchdowns uh, because I think speculation, of course, but if I'm the coaches. He's going to get his turnover, but once he has that turnover, he does settle in and he plays and he plays fine. So, back off. We, we were just talking about this <laughs> off the air today about about what, what, what the odds are of Graham throwing an interception today. You know, um, he played so well last week, I thought, yeah. after that initial interception. Some of his balls that he threw are just on the mark and making yeah. good reads and giving his guys a chance. I don't see him going on a uh, you know two zero or three zero four to one ratio today, so I'll say bad call. But I hope that we see the good Graham Mertz yeah. because that they need that for the stretch here. Yeah, completely agree with you. Would love to see what we saw last week again. 
uh, as yeah. he had the best game in well, about a year since uh, since the big since, game since Illinois a year yeah. ago, right? Yeah. That the big game. I like that we've just dubbed it that, and everybody knows what we're talking about with Graham. <laughs> uh, he, last week was the first week he's looked like the quarterback Wisconsin recruited. Yeah. Now I don't like being too hard on him. He's only a sophomore. And he's got plenty of time to continue to develop. But this year, and we've talked about this before, guys, this year should all be about taking that next step for Graham Mertz. And he's disappointed up until last week. So let's hope that momentum will continue to swing in his direction. I'll agree. I also think it's a bad call because three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Seems a little lofty for Graham Mertz, <laughs> but I don't want to rule him out. I don't think it's an awful call. Just a bad call. Any Anything will be an improvement over five turnovers he was responsible for last year against Northwestern. Woo! Last one for you guys here. <laughs> just, I just want to ignore just, that. Just going to yeah. drop that one in there. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just going to ignore that. In their last eight matchups, the series between Wisconsin and Northwestern is tied at 4-4. Four to four. Good call, bad call. Even at 3-6 and six on the season, the Wildcats still make you a little bit nervous uh you know I, i'll say i'll say yes i'll say good call yeah i can sit here and talk all day about the 0.64 point projection <laughs> i know that mike hankwitz is gone as defensive coordinator and he was the evil wizard who used to <laughs> undo for the badgers for 13 years since getting unceremoniously ushered out of here yeah um but I, you know, but they just always muck it up. Look at what they did to Iowa last week. Yeah. Iowa's a much better team than Northwestern is, and they, they're in five, within five points. So I'm going to say good call. Uh, ooh, I'll tell I like this. I like this. Uh, I got to agree. I got to agree, mainly because uh, my history with Northwestern, they are a competitive team. They are. We lost to them my freshman year in 2009. Yep. But obviously Fitzgerald wasn't there at the time. But I, I think I say good call because Fitzgerald, the coach. That coach has heart. What's up? Oh, he's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say, and Monte before is telling oh. me, like, and I agree with this. He's like, Northwestern's a terrible team watching him on film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They yeah. still they, make us nervous. They, they, they do. Uh, so, so, so I say good call because Fitzgerald, that dude's got heart. That team plays with a lot of heart, and they can spoil. Oh, man, the wild they can spoil uh, season. The Wildcats <laughs> have been the heartbreaker for Wisconsin yeah. before, even at three and six, and one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. They still make me nervous. 100%. Given the situation where Wisconsin's at, right? Now controlling their own destiny in the Big Ten West. It's just like, uh, <laughs> I'm very glad this game's in Camp Randall. That's all I'm very saying. Good point. That's a very good point right yep. there. Playing at Northwestern is. It doesn't matter what their record is. You know, it's uh, – and, and, and I'm not – I got mad respect, a lot of respect for Northwestern, but the stadium is not like Camp Randall. The field's not obviously not like Camp Randall. The fans – so they kind of use that to their advantage when, when you're playing there, and, and they sneak up on teams. I need to make a correction. Purdue ranked 19th, as I mentioned, so they wouldn't be able to extend ah. that streak oh, today yeah. if they do beat yep. Ohio State. However – that's still a ridiculously impressive streak, and they've done it twice already this season against top five teams. So we'll see if they're able to do it again. I mentioned we'll, we'll pick that game uh, a bit later before we wrap it up next hour. But, man, oh, man, that's that's the game I'm keeping yeah, an eye on I mean, today. Put it this way. My, my good friend, she's a Buckeyes fan. She's super nervous. Super nervous yeah. every time they play the Boilermakers. She said it's always the Boilermakers. It's always them. That just sneaks up on us. Doesn't matter how good Ohio State is. So I'm gonna, my eyes will be glued to the TV on that one. 
Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Um, I, I would love to ask you who's going to win the Big Ten East, but I don't want to spoil our picks. But we'll get into that and a whole lot more here as we continue to roll on. Monte Ball, Adam Ertz, Alex Strofe live with you from Regent Street in downtown Madison. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The party continues next. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. saw you yesterday but i didn't stop because you was walking the opposite way i guess i could have shouted out welcome you back to espn wisconsin college game day across espn wisconsin alex strofe alongside adam Mertz, former wisconsin running back monte ball live from regent street as we get you ready for number 18 wisconsin taking on unranked northwestern I want to tell you about our friends over at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Get that slush fund ready because Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison is now open to everyone. in the bar, that's open to the available machine list. Over 1,300 machines available, and that list just keeps on a-growing. I told you last week on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, I was going to go there. I did. I won some money. It was wonderful. You should do the same. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison open weekdays until 2 a.m. And on the weekends, baby, it's a party all weekend long as they are open from 10 a.m. on Friday all the way until 2 a.m. on Monday. They don't close. Go win yourself some money at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. We're live at our nice little tailgate here. Yeah, man. I here mean, on Regent Street. The people are flowing in. The Coors Lights are flowing down the gullet. We're getting ready. The energy's high. It's cold. We can see our breath for the first time this year, Mercy. <laughs> as he as he tested. That was that was awesome. Um, but but again, it's it's the game day vibe down here, right in Madison. It's unbeatable. It's I'm still I'm surprised. I'm I'm. They Badger fans always just seem to surprise me every single time. They're still showing out when it's 30 degrees outside. So I got to ask you this, Monte, because you didn't grow up in Wisconsin. Right, right. When you came here, I assume that was your first extended period in Madison. Mm-hmm. And as a player, you probably didn't get to see the aspect that you see now uh, as a teammate with us here at ESPN Wisconsin, which is the people crowding in parking lots, the the red flooding the streets. I mean, as a player, are you aware of this or not completely? Uh, no, you're, you're not. I mean, because obviously – you're staying at the team hotel, right, Friday night. You know, you're going through your last bit of edits or whatever, looking over the game plan. You wake up in the morning, get dressed, have your prayers, do all that jazz, and you get on the bus and you just drive from the hotel, which is pretty close to Camp Randall Stadium, right to Camp Randall Stadium. So you really don't even get to this side of town, sure. which is over here on Regent. And so it, my first experience coming to a game as a non-player doing the jump around for the first time was one heck of an experience because I was like, this is how it is all the time. <laughs> this is how it is. Yeah. Just crowds of red just walking in, high five and having a good time. Then the jump around, I'm like, this this is unbelievable. Was that when, because uh, you went to the league after, obviously. Yeah. Um, so you didn't even get it like right after college, did you? Or did you come back? I did. You got to see it. I, I, I did. I did come back um, in 2014 when I was still in the league. And, and that was like my biggest first experience. Um, we went to a frat party and all that stuff, and I was like, and I was like, whoa! There's like a million people in here, and then everyone's just having a good time, and then crowds just start in waves, just walking to Camp Randall oh, Stadium. Yeah. I'm like, this is, 
wow if i was just a student here it would have been it would have been uh, quite reckless yeah yeah no it's uh it's 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 always a reckless experience from ages like 18 to 23 typically as uh that five-year span gets a little nuts um but i i can i i, I did enough a partying, I would say, for, oh. for the both of us. As oh. you were playing, I was partying. <laughs> I appreciate I, it. <laughs> I, I think I took care of business on that aspect. But, Mercy. On uh, behalf of Badger fans, I'll just say I'm glad you weren't a student. Just oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But still, man, yeah, when, it was, it was when, I, when I signed the letter of intent and came here, um, again, I was just wide-eyed. Um, and I was like, wow. This this is the stage. So what what game did you see when uh, yeah. on your recruiting trip? Uh do you remember Ohio State night game oh, against man. Terrell Pryor? Defense got a little, oh, little bit confused. Yeah. Pryor quickly snapped the ball and runs it in and yep. scores. Yep. That was my official visit. Wow! Although we lost, but still coming from a smaller town, coming to Wisconsin, understanding the running back history, um, and, and and talking to Barry Alvarez and all that stuff, I was like, this in front of ninety thousand fans playing Ohio State. This is the stage I want to play on. And so, although we lost, it was still one heck of an experience. Then. And then they showed me the nightlife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Might have involved two letters. Oh, it, 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 it really did. K. Yep. K. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, but, again, it's the full experience, and uh, I still am so glad and grateful that I chose this this, this campus. He's Monte Ball. He's Adam Ertz. I'm Alex Strofe. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And, and Mertzi, I don't mean to call you old here, but you, you've watched the Badgers for a long time, right? Well before Monte and I did. And you saw the turnaround from essentially when the team wasn't very good to the Barry Alvarez era Mm -hmm. where he said, you better get your season tickets now, and now we know what Wisconsin is. We call it the best college sports town in America because look at it, man. I mean, obviously we're in an audio medium, but there's people everywhere. You understand if you've been to Madison on a game day how crazy it gets. I mean, was was there a defining moment in that turnaround or did it kind of just – flip of a switch, now Madison's a party central for, for Badger football. <laughs> you know, like, the one thing I will say, and a lot of the people who are even older, there are people who are older than me. Even. Really? Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking yeah. development. Right. But um, you know, this this program always had a very solid, loyal following. Yeah. yeah. And there were some very good years, obviously, going way back yeah. to, you know, Pat Richter era and late 50s, early 60s. But even in the 70s, they'd have some, some big wins. They were playing big-time games. Uh, the 80s, McLean had a couple of great teams. Um, they beat they beat Michigan, Ohio State, and Iowa in the same year once, which was unheard of for this place. So it wasn't like there was nothing ever going on here. But man, the late 80s were a wasteland, and you didn't know at that point, you know, with the way that college sports progressed, just like every other organization. Like, can you get? back to even being competitive yeah. because of the money that was involved. This athletic department was two million in debt yeah. like at that time. And and it had, you know, aging facilities, no real you know direction. So you did wonder a lot about where this is gonna go. I think that it took um a couple of years, I would say. There were a couple of close call type games for Barry. The one that kind of turned the tide was beating Ohio State. And that was in 1992 here. Yeah. Um, that was a really that was a really big upset, and I think that gave the players a lot of optimism heading yeah. into that 93 season. They all thought they were something heading into the 93 season. They thought they had something here, and no one else believed it. But they started stringing wins together, and then beating Michigan in the 93 year 
the unfortunate stampede that happened after yeah. for anyone who, who's familiar with that. But that was that was just a massive, massive win, and that was the game where you're like, okay, all you got to do is take care of business against Ohio State next week, and we're in the Rose Bowl, which is unfathomable. Woo, I'm telling there's, you, man. There's your walk down history lane for you. Yeah, no, but I'm telling you, hope, hope, man. Hope. Yeah, hope. Uh, with, hope. With college football, college hope. sports, hope, hope is just so much yeah. more – it's so much more dense in a sense. It's so much more tangible that hope when someone has it, when a player has it and it spreads, that team can be the Purdue Boilermakers who could potentially <laughs> beat the Ohio State Buckeyes today. I mean, you see this stuff happen all the time in college football. So that's yep. th- thanks for that stroll down memory lane. I was lane, just about huh? to say, thank you, you for the walk down memory lane. It's either because I'm cold or because it was that fascinating <laughs> that there's goosebumps on my arms. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, but as I mentioned before, we get to see our breath for the first time this year. Let's it's football in Madison, Wisconsin, baby. Adam Mertz with a great walk down memory lane there. Monte Ball giving some great perspective as a as a former recruit and obviously uh, as one of the all-time players at the University of Wisconsin. So always enjoy picking your brain when it comes to that, guys. Uh, but back to business today for Bucky. As uh, Graham Mertz coming off, as we mentioned, the best game since the game last week. Uh, in, in last week's win over Rutgers, last week's manhandling of Rutgers might be a better way to put that 52-3 to the final wow. a week ago. Yeah. Uh, is there any chance they can repeat that performance? I know Northwestern is a small step above Rutgers, but uh, with this defense, anything's possible. You know, I, I don't see it to that level of domination just because I, I'm still kind of pinching myself 52-3, to and I think it was that like midway through the third quarter or something, and, and you're just like, how is that possible? Uh, I'm not seeing that level of gap, and I know the spread is, what, 24, 24 and a half today, yeah. somewhere in that range? Yeah. Yep. I think that might even be a stretch. To In my mind, this is a closer game than that, more contested, but I don't think that the outcome is going to be in doubt. I don't foresee that at all. Right. Yeah, I, I got to agree with that. I don't see a 50-point 50, I don't see a 50 point game. I don't see a dominance like it was against, the, against Rutgers, but we do also have to call a spade a spade. Yeah. Um, Northwestern's not the same Northwestern we're familiar with. They're they're a little beat up. They're what is it three? What are they three and three and three six? six yeah. yeah. I mean, so not the same team now coming into Camp Randall against a very stout defense. Not going to be fifty points, but I think they're going to be dominant and lead the whole game. That being the Badgers. Uh, I do have to switch, make a quick switch from college football to pro football as we are live across ESPN Wisconsin. Just a few minutes ago from Adam Schefter, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has remained asymptomatic from COVID-19 and has met the NFL, NFLPA return to play protocols per sources. All that is left now is for the Packers to officially activate him by 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Wisconsin today. So the expectation is Aaron Rodgers will play for the Green Bay Packers tomorrow against the Seattle Seahawks. Monte, you're an NFL vet, so I guess we can pick your brain. That's good news. We get two returning quarterbacks tomorrow. Your former teammate, Russell Wilson, for right. the Seahawks, taking on now a returning Aaron Rodgers. Waldo, I found him. Waldo. Oh, found Waldo, found Waldo, Waldo. You know, I, I, you know, I didn't grow up a Packers fan and all that stuff, but I love watching the Packers. I do. It's NFC. I'm an AFC guy, so I can root for the Packers. And obviously, my friends are all Packers fans. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, play this weekend. And put all that stuff behind you, man, uh, because you guys are a dominant team, just, you know, playing very well in the NFC. Just put all that to rest and just play football. Let's let's, let's get rid of this drama, this drama <laughs> series that we're seeing in Green Bay. You know, as, as a fan, I don't want to watch you talking about the, all that jazz. Just 
just just just just follow the protocol, play some football, and we'll go man. win some games. My man, I, that's all that needs to be said on that because that is beautifully said by Monte Ball. Adam Ertz, Alex Strove, hanging out with you. We've got a lot to get into in hour number two of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We'll reset, take a big overview on number 18, Wisconsin and Northwestern. We'll take a deep dive into the Wildcats. We'll go across the country, pick some of the best games going on today across the landscape of college football. And, of course, we'll pick this game happening just an hour away right up the road at Camp Randall Stadium between the Badgers and the Wildcats. That all continues in two minutes. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. 